0: Good evening everyone. We are back. Hey guys, it's Liz. Um, so we've had crazy, a little crazy week getting ready for everything. We were getting ready for the conference and so we've had meetings after meetings and um, we had technical difficulties with our actually um, podcast site and I didn't realize it but I couldn't get it to record, couldn't get it to record. That's why we ended up skipping a week and we were a week late. Kind of find out we had to update the app. So you know Anyway, so we're back. We're back. Super excited. Yes, we are. Because we have really been um, thinking on a subject. We've had something um, that has reminded us here in our area about how important it is to let your light shine for Jesus and how important it is to make sure all of us, when we pass, will have a legacy. We will all leave a legacy behind. And we are all in charge of that legacy. Every decision that we make every single day will determine the legacy that we leave behind. And so we are reminded in Matthew 5, 16, when Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. And what he's saying is every day you live in front of men, whether they are saved, whether they are lost, you have a life that is going to shine a certain way. And boy, we have been reminded of that the last week. And so our thoughts just kind of are going to go this way on different aspects of how important it is to live your life right. If you say something, then live it. Um, And a lot of times we say things and we don't live it. We we, we have good speech. Like it's good. Mm -hmm. it, It sounds good. Right. You know. And the older I get, and sometimes I think it is bad too. But the older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? When somebody tells me something, I let it go in and out the other. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to see
1: your actions.
0: Your action, okay, actions speak louder than words, words yes, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. And also, I feel like as a parent too, like how important it is to be sure that our children's light shines bright for Jesus, because we are responsible for helping them create their legacy also and and being ensure that your children are involved in your church and know the lord because they also will be held responsible for one day for who they lead right to jesus also and right. you never know that can happen in a classroom that their light shines so bright for Jesus that a kid knows and is able to come to Jesus through your child. And I think that is just so incredible about, you know, having that light for Jesus. And I think, you know,
0: and, and I know I think we've said this in a podcast before, um, or I've either, either said it during my Bible teachings, cause this is something that I always, and I've always told my kids this, you know, I want to think, you know, if God was to take me today, what would people say about me? Right. Okay. And I am a mom. So I think number one and first and foremost, and we're going to do a podcast on being a mom. So I don't want to get like too ahead of ourselves on that. But you know, my greatest ministry is my home. It is not CWP Ministries. It is not to the ladies. It is not to my church. My greatest ministry starts at my home front. And if I have failed my home front, I have, I have failed the mission that God has given me. If I failed my kids, showing them Jesus and showing them. Now, that doesn't mean just taking them to church. There's so much more than that. You can take them to church and Monday through Saturday, excuse my French, live like hell. Mm-hmm. And then go to church again on Sunday. You know what I mean? And be the perfect little Christian. No. They need to see, when you let your light shine, and I think this is what you're trying to get to, is when you let your light shine, it needs to be Monday through Saturday too, not just Sunday. Sunday, Like, they need to see the Jesus relationship in you. They need to know that Jesus is real. You know, Mama just doesn't go to church. Daddy just doesn't go to church on Sunday. And they're one person. Like, I see it in them Monday through Saturday. Like, it is real. It is it is soaked in them. It's kind of like when you make French toast. And this is kind of what I was thinking today. I know this is weird, but this is, a, this is the example that I have in my mind. When I make French toast, you know, you beat, you beat it up. You beat the eggs, all that kind of stuff. You take your bread and you put it in your batter. Well, it's so much better if you let it soak in the batter. Not if you just flip it a couple times and throw it in the frying pan. Right. Okay? It's so much better if you let it soak. And I think about our Christian's li- Christian lives. Like, am I just kind of a little bit covered on the outside with Jesus? you know it is my is my is my light dull mm-hmm. because if you're just practicing it on Sunday two things either you don't have the light
1: or girlfriend your light is very dull you need a new light bulb you don't have that in what is it that um imminent relationship yeah
0: exactly yeah, yeah. and so it's like when you change your light bulbs you know what i mean now, what is it called? The LED. led Boy, they brought it up. That's why I want to be for Jesus. Yes. Like when somebody sees me, I want them to say there's something different about her. I want to be so soaked in the Word of God, so soaked in the relationship of Jesus Christ, that when people look at me go, there's something different about her. And, you know, so what so what legacy do you leave behind? What... What is it? And you're like, well, Gina, how do I do that? Number one, you need to make sure you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Ultimately, you need to make sure that you're saved. But then what do you do after that? That's a lot of question about people. Like, how do I let my light shine? Well, number one, you have to get in His Word. Every day. Every day. You will not ever become closer to Jesus Christ. Your relationship with Jesus Christ will not go anywhere unless you're studying the
1: Word of God. And that's one thing that we have done in our home. Like, we have made it to where... We sit down, and me and my husband, we do a study together. We do our own study, but we also let our children see us in the Word. I mean, we have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, so they're not really... They see more than you think they do. They don't, you know, understand as much, but I know that they see us, and that's what you want. You Mm -hmm. want your children to see you studying in the Word together, and also... During our women's Bible study at our church last night, somebody had brought up that they actually do a family Bible study, Mm -hmm. which I thought was awesome. And I think that that is something that every home needs to incorporate. Um, And because that has such an impact on your child's. Life
0: It does, but then what happens is we have ball that comes in. We have homework that comes in. We have parents that work late. And then before you realize it, you're co- so consumed with the daily life. And nothing wrong with all those things. Okay? Right. Nothing wrong. But I know when um my children were being brought up, we would. We'd have Bible study, and then sometimes we wouldn't, and then sometimes we would, and then sometimes we wouldn't because we'd have travel ball or we'd have basketball, and it would be an away game, and then we wouldn't get home till midnight. And then, you know what I mean? So you have all these things, and I think it's just... um something that you need to prioritize in your you life have it, you have to make it a priority i have a we have a family in our church that literally she wakes up her kids very early in the morning before they go to school they have breakfast and they have bible study before school see before school Couldn't and to me i was like oh my gosh that never dawned on me you know but i'm mm-hmm. gonna be honest with you and this will come up in the mom episode There were days I was just trying to survive. Correct. That's me right now. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I didn't have my Bible out. And I was like, okay, Gina, I'm going to make sure I am the best mom. And I just, yes, that was in my heart. That was in my thoughts. But reality, I was like, uh, girls over here just trying to get two hours of sleep, working three jobs, being a single mom. I mean, I was in survival mode at its finest, you know. And so I just, yes, absolutely, I should have. But there were just times, if we want to get real in life, that I was just trying to be the best mom that I possibly could Could be. be, Put food on the table. You know what I mean? So at that point, sometimes when you are in survival, survival mode, you just have to make sure that every other part of your life is where it should be to where you're just trying to pour as much Jesus in them as you can. So we know when we say that, that you're like, well, how can I incorporate that? Girl, I've been there, done that. Like, I know what you're saying right now. I know what you're feeling. You're right. Life is real. But this mama at our church, like, literally makes it a priority because in the mornings, you can fit it in in the mornings. There's no ball in the mornings. You can get up early, but it's just then you're fighting your flesh. Because you're like, okay, how early do I want to get up and do this? Mm-hmm. So I think it just becomes how important it is to feed your kids the word of God. you know. Or maybe when you sit down for dinner. But again, that comes in because there were a lot of times when my kids got older and we did ball. We were going through the local McDonald's for dinner. dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hard sometimes. But at the same fact, we're feeding our kids one or two things. You know, you're either throwing an iPad in front of them. Mm-hmm. which that baffles me because we didn't have iPads when I brought up my kids and my kids weren't allowed to sit in front of the TV for that or pay the game station for like there was limits on them. Um, my kids were brought up outside. They had to play outside. Mm-hmm. Well, mom ain't got nothing to do. Well, make up a game because you're staying outside. You know what I mean? Like you're going to play outside. But it's just important. It's It's important to make sure that we are, like you said, we're feeding our kids because of the fact what we need to realize is our kids are going to leave a legacy. Right. And when they are in school, when they were in high school, they are touching somebody's life. And what we have to realize is we're not just sowing into us. We're not just letting our light shine for Gina. Gina radiates into three humans. You know, now they're all older, so they live their own lives. You know what? But I mean, I radiated into their life for
1: 18 years. And that's something too that I've, you know, talking about your children leaving a legacy. You have... People that want your children to be known for their sport legacy or, you know, how good they were at this and how good they were at that, or if they got this crown at school, but how awesome would it be if you, your child was known as the child that their light shines so bright for Jesus, they bought, brought 60 kids to know Jesus in their life. Right. Not, they had the most trophies for such and such, or they were the football team captain. I mean. Right. And the fact of the matter is, is there's nothing wrong with all that.
0: Like playing no, sports, it's great. my, board played, blah, blah, my <laughs> boys played sports and they, you know, showed steers and we did the fair and all that. And that was great and dandy. But one day when they meet God face That's to not face and we have no idea what age that, that will they will be taken, none of that matters. None, none of it. You know, and so, yeah, we say there's nothing wrong with it, and there is nothing. Now, if it comes before God and you're missing church because of practice, then it becomes something's wrong with it, and that's just how I am. But, because at that point, you're putting something in front of God. Right, that's it. a little G God, yes. just so you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, it, it's just, you know, Jesus has to be the main goal, and, you know, um, you know the incident that happened in our area, Um you know, nobody was prepared for, but the glory that God has gotten and what I have seen the family post and what it's just, I stand amazed. I stand amazed at, you know, you know, a lot of times you're like, well, God, why? Well, we know why. Mm -hmm. We know why. And what a legacy, you know, to leave behind that you lived your life so full of Jesus Christ. Your salvation shined. Your relationship with Jesus Christ shined. That when God decided to take you home, that hundreds of people rededicated their life or received God.
1: Mm-hmm. And that a Walmart you know? sold out of Bibles?
0: Yeah. And that, yeah. And so it's just to hear of it. And we only know probably a fourth, a fourth of, of what's happened. Mm-hmm. But it just, you know, oh, that God would use me as such. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I'd be willing for Him to, to use, use me. me. Lord, if it takes you taking me to save this person or this person or all these people that I'd be willing for you to do that. I mean, what, I mean, I have heaven to gain. Come on. You know what I mean? But there's so many things that we're like, well, Lord, I don't want to go yet because I want, you know, I want to have grandchildren. I want to see my kids grow up or I want to be married or like, we get all that kind of stuff. But if God was to take me, I have heaven to gain. Right. And if so many people were to come to know Jesus because of that, that we would be willing and that our family would understand it and be so understanding that Lord, we have seen the why. You know, and so to let your light shine and you're just like,
1: Gina, how do I do that? Well, number one, getting into the word. Number two, you have to talk to him. You got to. You got to talk to him. You got to be down on the knees sometimes. Well, I can't say on your knees all the time because sometimes I'm not on my knees. Sometimes I'm driving, driving down, down the road, the road when I talk right. to him. right? Or I'm just standing in front of my computer at work and I'm just like, God, why? Tell yeah. me, yeah. why is this today? And there's just some days where it's just like it's me and I have my little one year old next to me on my computer playing with his trucks, and I'm just talking, and he just is babbling, and I'm like, you know, I'm talking to Jesus, buddy. in Just a yeah. second. And <laughs> I mean, I just need him to give me the guidance. Yep,
0: yep. So it's just all different forms, but I think it's so important. For us to talk to him, you know, and it is important for you to have that quiet time one on one. And like we said in our last um, couple podcasts, just to be still, sit, shut up, and let him talk to you. You know what I mean? Because we get so in there, and we talk. Yeah, do. we get in there, and we're like, <laughs> "God, I got so much to tell you. I got so much to tell you." And he's just like, "Well, I have so much to tell you too, but you won't be quiet enough for me to tell you." You know, and I don't know for your light to shine for him, you have to know him you know and a lot of people stop it at salvation. Right. They stop it at salvation. They're like, "Okay, I'm, I know that I'm going to get to heaven, but then I can go live like this and I can post a few things on Facebook, but I then I can go live like this and your light doesn't shine. What legacy would you leave behind?" And I literally think of this and I always say this. I know you've heard me say it, but if I was to die today, and you know now they open up a funeral like it's a testimony service, okay? Right. And people were to get up and say stuff about me. Of course, I'd want them to say what a good mom I was, okay? Because as moms, we want to be good moms, okay? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I want them to say she was wildly in love with Jesus. And not only that, but her life showed it. Um, You know, she she had a life that lived it. She brought, you know, by that many people were to come to know the Lord. That's what it's about. That's what I want people to say. say. You know what I mean? And through that, and this is what I've always told them when God's ready to take me at my funeral, do not wear black.
1: No, because we're having a celebration, baby. We're going to have a celebration.
0: (laughs) And I've already told my son, you preach, heaven is real and hell is hot. Mm -hmm. That's what I want you to preach. I don't want it to be about what good Gina did. No, I want you to get up, open the Word of God, and make it all about Jesus Christ. Right. You know what I mean? Because I want the lost people that sitting in there to come to know Jesus. And I have family that are lost. You know what I mean? Right. That's why it's important for our light to shine. It, it's not for us. That's what we think. Oh, our light needs to shine because, you know, one day at our funeral. No, my light needs to shine because there's many people looking at me that are that going to means... bust tail wide open. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. One and we talked about this Sunday at church too, is your relationship with Jesus, is it casual or is it intimate? And something that popped into my head when um our preacher said that was are you as naked with God as you are with your spouse? And I mean that correlates with is your light Intimacy, dull yeah. or is it mm-hmm. bright? Are you LED? Yeah. Are you LED? We, we need we to make a shirt that you, says yeah, that. Are, are you like, LED?
0: Because, I mean, that's, that's just what we want to be, you know. And so you dig in the word and you talk to him. And then you just let him change you. Because I'm going to tell you, digging in the word, you will not stay the same person if you dig in the word. You will not stay the same person if you pray to him and let him talk to you. You are going to change. But like we said in that podcast, a lot of people don't want to do that because they don't want to change. You know what I mean? And you have to change for your light to shine. Yes. You have to. You cannot
1: stay the same. You can't hang out, I wouldn't say hang out with all of your old friends, but you can't do that. You really can't. No. You know what I mean? You can
0: can be friends with them. Them.
1: Right, but you can't be at that party with them doing the things that you used to do because you're not that person anymore. You close that door.
0: No. And you know, and I I get this a lot of things about, you know, drinking and, um, and it can be a heavy topic, whatever, but this is kind of how I look at it, you know, and people bring up the, well, in the Bible, it says that you can drink wine without getting drunken. Well, this is what I'm going to tell you. And this is where I lie on it and I will not change. This is it. Okay. Great. If we want to go to the wine factor, okay, a liquor, beer, all that. No, you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you want to get the word of God says wine, it feels as long as you're not drunken, but what would it do to somebody that has watched my life that either knows Jesus or don't know Jesus, whatever. And was to walk into the local Laredos and I had a glass of wine in front of me. And I proclaimed to be all this. To that lost person, my whole testimony's gone down the pits. Every word that I've spoken, everything that I have lived has and you're like, oh Gina, you know that yes, it does. I've heard people say that. I've heard people come to me with leaders in the church or Christians or they have, and they're like, question me. And a lot of them are younger people that don't understand it. Because what we do is we we just sow into these young people and sow into them and sow into them. And then I have them come and go, well, what about this person? I walked into here and they were sitting here drinking or they were. Your light cannot be dulled by that kind of stuff. You have decisions to make. Now, if you want to do it, that's between you and the good Lord. Great. Right. Right. I'm not, you know what I mean? I stay in my own little thing. I will believe what I believe. I will live my life to the word of God. I'm not going to bicker that with you. I'm just not. But this is what I tell my girls. If it will hurt your testimony and you know inside it's going to hurt your testimony, then stay away from it.
1: Don't do it.
0: Don't do it. And that's how I look at that. That would hurt my testimony. Is it worth my light doling because of a few sips? No, it ain't worth it to me. It just isn't worth it. And everybody has their opinion and everybody can have their opinion. That's great. But if it's going to hurt my testimony and it's going to make my light dull that I want to shine so bright for him, so be it. You know what I mean? I don't right. need that. Right. I don't need it. And so that's just kind of how I look for that, look at that. And I get that question a lot. A that lot. is
1: that is a, yeah. a, a deep question. It is. It is. I mean, it, it is. is. and people look at it differently and it's like okay well I don't want to have that conversation but sometimes you have to and that's the thing is you got to have those
0: I have the conversation a lot with the young girls the thing is is you can't tell a young like a a, you know a young adult when they come to you and they go oh what about this oh I just don't want to talk about that no because somebody's going to talk about it with them and it would amaze you and most of y'all would fall out right now if I told you a lot of the conversations that I get Hey, G, what about this? And that is one of them I do get. Well, G, what about, okay, it doesn't talk about beer, liquor, all that. So, yes, you shouldn't do any of that. Sorry. But they bring up the wine as long as you're not drunken. Okay, great. But Mm -hmm. your testimony is at hand. So, if we just go just alone on your testimony to a lost person, are you willing, are you willing for a lost person to be hurt because of something you've done that is kind of on the fence? No. I care more about their soul. Than, than drinking that glass of wine. Mm-hmm.
1: Because you know the reward I mean? for that is heaven. Yes. And you can't a sip a wine, you yeah, isn't no, worth that. No.
0: So that just kind of sums it up for me because I want my life, but again, that goes how hard and how bad do you want your light to shine? Right. What are you willing to give up for your light to shine? And that was the next one. You know, stay in the word in the prayer, talk to him. You know, and that's not just over your food. That's not talking to Jesus. G- that's not like change life talking to Jesus. Okay, Jesus. that's just thanking him for what he's giving you. But how bad do you want? What will you give up
1: for your light to shine for him? Well, I can tell you I've given up a lot so my light will shine for Jesus. Yeah, because the old list mm, <laughs> that wouldn't lead nobody to Jesus. <laughs> I can not think I any of you-
0: were. <laughs> and, and you know, and I heard this um, neat little thing because, you know, I was brought up in church. So my testimony was, Like my dad's. My dad's testimony, he was an addict. So literally, like, he has that, as people call the thrilling testimony, that, oh, grabs you by the heart. You know, oh, he went through all this, whatever. Okay, everybody, you know, some people have that. Well, I have the been in church since my mother's womb. You know what I mean? That testimony. I've been in church my whole life. But how much so more exciting that I was just as lost as my daddy was. But it was almost even more exciting because of the fact that I literally, like, you know, I was a Pharisee. I went to church and lived it, and yet was not it. You know, it was like something today I saw on Facebook, something about Judas was so close to Jesus that he sat by Jesus. Like, Judas sat by Jesus, but he didn't know who Jesus was and so many people they are sitting by Jesus they put the stuff on social media it looks good they go to church once every couple of weeks they go to one service I don't know how people do that by the way anyway because I need Jesus a lot more than that but anyway so they do that and that is good for them and that's what they love and so they're sitting by him but they're so far from him they don't even know who he is I was that person I was a Judas I was a Judas you know and um, so to me, I have a very thrilling testimony because I was that Judas, you know, to where you were more out. I was not, you know, and so, but I so was, I was just as far as Jesus as you were, you know, but how much more scary as I was a Judas, I sat by him. But at the same time in the book of Revelation, it says you're either hot or cold. And I was cold. I don't know. I was lukewarm because I was like in the middle, like proclaiming to be something that I wasn't. And it says, Jesus puked me out of his mouth. That makes me sick to my stomach. Like, literally, even to think that Jesus would puke me out of his mouth makes me just sick. He said, it's better you be hot or cold. Than in the middle. Than in the middle. You know, and so I think so many uh, many people are in the middle to where they know of Jesus, but they don't know Jesus, so their light like, can't shine. Or they want to know just enough. They want their relationship to be just enough to where they don't have to do any changing. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I think, I mean, I honestly think for the younger generation too, is there's so many, so much judgment. And I think that that holds back a lot of, Mm -hmm. they want to be on that line to where, yes, people in my church know that I go to church, but my friends outside of church that aren't in church don't know.
0: Right. And I think that comes back to like, when something as big as God comes in, he's going to come out. Right. Oh, yeah. That's where I think sometimes people need to check up. When something as big as God comes in, he's going to come out.
1: People are going to be able to see. They're going
0: to be able to see him. Mm-hmm. Something as big as God does not come in your heart and not change you. That The word says it. Mm-hmm. You'll have new fruits. People will see it. You know, and just like where it says, you know, let your light shine. that your works among men, they see your good works. They see what you're doing for him. We have no good works within us. It's all within Jesus Christ. But that's the thing that gets me is, and not that you can't be backslid or anything like that, but there's going to come a point to where I believe you're going to get right or he's going to take you home. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of these people that think they're backslid, they just don't have Jesus. They just don't have it, you know. And so my thing is when he comes in, he's going to shine out. And um, we just got to make sure he's shining. LED and LED and yeah, we need to get (laughs) a shirt. Are you LED and but um, but I mean, it just is. It's such a simple topic, but it's something we all need help in. And you know, is your life? You know, I, I had somebody come up to me about two years ago and um, they were caught in a situation and it was you know, ones that said they went to church, they were either you know, they were even in you know, church family, so to speak, that was high up. And, um, they were around them and they were cussing up a storm and all that. And, you know, this individual came back to me and was questioning that because, you know, they were like, you know, how, how in the world does that work? You have to remember. And I had to tell her, you know, the thing is, is not everybody that proclaims Jesus has Jesus. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is our actions, what we do when we don't let our light shine, it hurts somebody. It It affects somebody. Just like when we let our, our LED on. Okay, it changes lives, just like in this instance that happened around here. That person's life has changed lives. When they were here, and now that they're in heaven, it's still happening. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. But it has the opposite effect, too. That when you proclaim to be something
1: that you are not,
0: it affects just as bad.
1: And I think, you know, there you never know who you're going to come in contact with. Because there could be that person that's like, Right there, yeah, and then they see this person doing something that they shouldn't be, and when they're proclaiming to be that Christian, and then that person is 20 steps back, right from right there, just based on that one, right, one little thing, right? Which people are like, you know, Gina, God's bigger than that, He is, He
0: is, He absolutely is. And the Holy Spirit, when He convicts you, when He gets on top of you, there's no denying it, okay? Been there, done that. I I mean, you know, when the Holy Spirit deals with you about your salvation, deals with you about sins, conviction, whatever, um, something you should do for him, whatever, you cannot ignore it. Like, you're going to surrender, okay? Something's going to happen. and But the thing is, is that a lot of people just don't listen to him and a lot of people you know, do make those mistakes and it does affect somebody. And that's what we have to realize. You know, it's like going, you know, into a room that, like you said, I I changed. Okay, I'll use my living room, for instance. I had, you know, roof lights all up there. and And then all of a sudden, I changed them to LED. The minute I turned them lights on to LED, it was like being in a stadium. Boom! You know what I mean? Well, before, I didn't realize how dull my living room was. Until I changed it. And a lot of times it's our Christian life. We don't realize how dull we become because life happens. Mm -hmm. Life gets heavy. Okay, It gets heavy. Seasons get heavy. Trials get heavy. Being a young mom gets heavy. Being a new wife gets heavy. There are so many things that just get us heavy. And what happens is our light starts dulling. And we don't realize it until one day God comes along and says, hey. Hey, what about me? Yeah, you're, you're, you're doling a little too much. And then when we start as we start getting in the word and we start talking to him and we start changing things. And by spending time with him, he starts taking things or people out of our lives that need to go and starts bringing things up that we need to do. And then all of a sudden, it's like when I turn that switch on, boom, LED comes on. And before we realize it, because we are on the right path and we have not let the enemy conquer our mind, We've gotten into the word and we're talking to Jesus. All of a sudden, we're lad in like crazy. And before you know it, you're looking around going, wow, God's using me. And it might, it's going to start with one person's life. You know, so many people want to be used, oh, I want to, you know, in front of thousands. Oh no, our community needs it, sister. Very much That so. one over there that's hurting in the corner, she needs it. That one that's hurting over there, they need it. The one under your sound of vo- your voice right now, they need it. And that's why it's so important to Crawl up out of that pit that we get in so many times Mm -hmm. into that dull light bulb living room and crawl up out, get into his word, start talking to him, whatever you need to do to where we are literally like turning that light on. and We are in stadium lighting, you know, out here in the world. Um, So.
1: Yeah, it's very challenging. It is very convicting. It it, it is because I'm sitting up here as you're talking going okay, so yeah. where's my life? <laughs> uh, because I'm not going to lie, the last few weeks it's probably been real dull. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's easy because life just happens.
1: It is. It you does. know?
0: And it's simple things. It's like I work from home. So it's easy to just stay home and then just be so consumed with life. You know what I mean? And then before too long, you're going, oh my gosh, like, have I talked to him today? Have I, I'm laying in bed at 11 o'clock. Have I even opened up the word today? Have I, you know what I mean? And I have so many different things with the ministry and so many different things with being a mom. And so, And I'm like, I, okay, I'm behind the eight ball, like three weeks behind the eight ball, Gina. You need to, you know, and it's so easy to be consumed with life, mm-hmm. but it is so imperative that we stay in the word that even so much the more
1: and stay talking to Jesus, um, So our light can shine. I know, like with our our daughter being in the hospital recently, and we've just had so much going on, and it's just been a very trying, heavy few weeks in our household. And this, just us talking today, has just really made me think, like, I've really not sat down and spent as much time with God. And I really, in my heart, have been struggling. Okay, God, why do you keep giving me these trials? Why do you keep giving me this? And at a part of me the other day, we were sitting somewhere and I was just thinking and something was going on around me. And I'm like, okay, God, why are you forgetting me? But it's not really that God's forgotten me. It's that I've forgotten him mm-hmm. and I have put him to the side because life has been busy and it's been crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, he's like, you know, there, he told me a few years back, I was just like, you know, Lord, where are you? I asked him that question. You know what he said back? Right where you left me. Yeah. And so I literally went back to the place that I remembered when my vision kind of started going off. And I went back to that place and I bowed on my knees and I said, all right, Lord, pick me back up. I'm right back here. This is where, this is where I felt like, and our actions show, Oh, I don't need you. Not my heart. It, it wasn't my heart. But my action showed, oh, I don't need you. I got this. Mm -hmm. And then before we realize it, we have no light shining. We're so consumed with life. Our whole light system has fried. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Lightning hit it. It's gone. And then before we realize it, we got to start crawling out. But he will help us do that. And that's what we we need to realize. It's not just us by ourselves. You know, he wants our light to shine. But don't leave him out of the equation. He's the one that makes our light shine. We can't do it. But we just have to do our part in staying close to him, being where he needs us to be, and letting him use us. And I am so glad he uses us in the midst of our mess. Yes, because
1: life gets messy. I'm here to testify that. (laughs) And I'm just thankful for that bright light that shined so bright over this last week for this individual. Because just this instance has made me change. Like, not change, I shouldn't say. But just realize that, hey, your light's dull yeah. because right now you are not shining for Jesus. She made a difference. She did. She she made a huge difference. And um,
0: my heart has gone out to the family, being a mom, like, and I know you, like, it, it just, it, it resonated with me, um, you know. And when she passed, I just sat at my desk and I cried. And I just, you know, thought, but, you know, and at that moment, I was like, you know, Lord, why would you take somebody that just loved you so much and just, But then immediately the next morning, I saw the post um, that was just where so many people came to know Jesus. And I'm like, that's it. It's so much bigger than us and what we imagine it to be. And that was just a reminder that God's like, I got this. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All you need to do is trust me. Nothing else. I don't need your works. I don't need nothing. I just need you to trust me and be obedient. And that's exactly what her life shined. Trusting and being obedient and loving others. And so let your light shine. Let Let it shine. shine. Be LED'd. That's right. (laughs) LED. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you for who you are. I want to thank you, Lord, for every lady or person that is listening. I know the sound of my voice. Um, I just pray, Lord, that you would convict us all, help us all, Lord, to let our light shine like the LEDs, God. Let us LED it, Lord, through this life with you right by our side. Let us dig in our word, your word. Let us Pray to you. Let us talk to you, Lord. Let us have that intimate relationship, Lord. And when people see us, they'll see a difference. I love you. I thank you for who you are in your precious name. Amen. Amen.